But you can save an alien today just by cutting off your penis. It'll be fine. Chopping right off. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Comics Collective. Uh, I bet you haven't heard this in a while. My name is Nick. My name is Gwen. And this is Sonny. And this is going to be the first musical episode of <laughs> Comics Collective. Oh, God, um, was so <laughs> no, nobody needs to hear me sing. Oh, not man. A musical episode. Has anyone done a musical episode of a podcast? That's a good question. I need to find Probably. that out. That is a great question. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Uh, anyway, um, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, the recasting of Bat Woman or Bat Girl, as Sonny likes to call her. Hey, um, no, I don't. <laughs> bat person, Nicholas. Bat, oh, Bat person. My bad. You're right. Um, oh, we're going to be talking about that and. We are also going to be talking about the new Marvel event. Going to keep it short and sweet. And then I think we'll be a little bit back more to the long form podcast once we uh, finally get back into the groove of things after uh, your boy here took a vacation. Um, Before you go ahead and listen to us, though, I want you to go ahead and pull out your uh, CD. That's what we that's what we call uh, cellular devices or telephones. Um, Go ahead, pull that out. Go on a Twitter, go on an Instagram, go on a Facebook, follow us at Comics Collect I3 on uh, Twitter and Instagram, and then follow us at Comics Collective on Facebook. Uh, follow us for the news, follow us for the laughs, follow us for uh, the pretty faces. Um, also, apparently, the sign language that Quinn does not know. And not um, whose pretty faces you're talking about because it's not mine. Or. I don't know, pretty feet. Whatever you're into. Uh, follow, follow. <laughs> He's into the feet, so that's what that is. <laughs> follow us there, for that. There's no foot fetish for that. Don't follow for that. <laughs> Today, today's episode uh, goes from a musical to foot fetish. Um, <laughs> Sounds like an awful episode. <laughs> Before, before we completely derail like we typically do, let's uh, get at least halfway through the episode. So let's go ahead and get started here. Um, how's everybody feeling about this uh, Batwoman recasting? Or, sorry, Batperson recasting? Eh, it's cool. I, I, I can deal with it. Um, I still think they should have done the whole nink and the, and the nink. The, uh, the wink and nod thing where like somebody just plays, recasts a new Kathy Kane, but We'll see how it go. Maybe this the, the recasting of a uh, Batwoman as an African American character will maybe it'll it'll translate into the comic books too. I mean, Nate, how are you feeling about it? Go ahead. What I was just saying, Nick. How, how are you feeling about this? I mean, no. I mean, I'm I'm good with it. Um, I, I again, I I agree with Sonny. Like, I just don't think that. They should have completely recast it into a, a, a new character. That's one, not from the comics, and two, that's just you know, pretty much not Kate Kane. Um, yeah. I I just think it's going to be a tough transition. I mean, I know it was only one season, but there it's literally going to be like a different show. I mean, it's probably going to yeah. be a different show. That's my main problem is that. 
they're taking what they had before and they're starting over, but they're still calling it Batwoman, you know? Yeah, I feel like I'm getting like a, a brand new season one. And I get that, like, at least they said they're going to try to address the problem of the 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 main thing that they're going to talk about in this new season is where did Kate Kane go? Mm-hmm. And I guess that's how somehow we're going to tie this into the new character. But um, I, yeah, I'm just not a big fan of um, them going this route. I think they could have recasted Kate Kane. Um, but you know what? I I'll I'll get I'll reserve my judgment until um, I see it. Uh, my biggest problems is that they left this the first season on a like on a cliffhanger that they didn't intentionally mean to leave it on because of COVID. Um. So I wonder how that's going to play out. Now, let me tell you one thing. Don't get Quinn's dad started on uh, all the COVID closings for uh, seasons of the CW shows. <laughs> yeah. 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 He um, not not too happy about how Flash left off. But you know what? I, I, I admire him for at least trying to catch up on the Flash. So, yeah, no, no. I, I like I definitely agree with his opinions. You know, all of that was very aggravating um does anybody know that whether they finished the seasons or not and they just like cut the rest or what was the exact situation they did not finish the season yeah okay gotcha because uh as far as i know i guess they were filming them in chunks and Mm -hmm. because covid happened they couldn't get together to finish the last remaining i think it was like four or five episodes it wasn't much yeah well which is crazy because i always thought that they filmed an entire season of a tv show and then they put it on air after that. I didn't think that like when I was younger, I thought that they filmed it episode by episode. But then as I yeah, got older, yeah. I was like, you know, they probably just film the whole season, which uh, I guess for certain shows they do and certain shows they don't, which is strange to me. Why would you not like film the whole season and be like, all right, cool. Let's go ahead and, you know, trickle it out or whatever. Maybe they're juggling schedules between actors. It's the only thing I can think of. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, um, we're going to say the the new Batwoman Batwoman's name. Her name is uh, Javicia Javicia. Yeah, I was trying to figure that J- one. Javicia Leslie. Um, some of her comments that she made for being picked. She said, "I'm extremely proud to be the first Black actress to play the iconic role of Batwoman on television, and as a bisexual woman, I'm honored to join this groundbreaking show, which has been." Such a trailblazer for LGBTQ plus community, uh, she said in a statement. So, um, I, I personally, I'm excited. I'm just, I'm excited to see where they go with this. I wonder if they are they going to do anything different to the costume, yeah. like actually put, put actually put like the red accents into our costume, which would be, I think that would be awesome if they did that, like more more red into the costume. But we'll see. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I figured they would have to redo it, but, you know, to fit her size anyway, so. And she wouldn't make it like her own, because, you know. And I think that any, any superhero, why wouldn't they want their own, you know, spin on the costume? Agreeable. Of course. And I, she also I, probably needs her own supporting cast in the long run, too, to be honest with you. True. You know, I think that also, just on top of all of that, that I, I definitely feel like CW has done you know, an excellent job with representing um, all, all the communities, you know, LGBTQT, is that LGBTQ? LGBTQ. <laughs> okay. Um, 
you know, representing them and then also representing African-American community along with other cultures as well. You know, I just feel like that oh, the, the CW yeah. shows have mm-hmm. done an overall amazing job with that. And I definitely give them props for that. Well, you can't, that's one of the things what I, I like about Greg Bellani. Mm-hmm. He, um, he definitely doesn't pander. And I love that he doesn't pander. Yeah, it was right. one, it was one it was one particular episode back in um, I think it was Legends of Tomorrow when Firestone went back to um, the 1800s. They went back in time for something oh, for the 1800s. God, that episode like was so oh. gut wrenching. Yeah, when he uh, and he, when he was with the different um, slaves. Yes, he went to the. He was in uh, some kind of um, uh, the word I'm looking for is it the. Um, Oh my God! Now I can't uh, plantation. He was at a plantation, uh-huh. and you know any other black person would be like, "I'm gonna beat this motherfucker's ass uh-huh. if he try to hit me with a whip." And then you know he took the whip from the guy, and then he told the people they needed to rise up, and they went to the whole history of like slaves and stuff like that. And like after that episode, I, I tweeted uh, to Greg Bellani and was just like, "I was so proud of his episode and the, the, the history lesson that they told because." A lot of stuff growing up in high school. I was in, I did African American literature, and uh, like everything he said in the episode was like super accurate to what you know the the history books told us, right. and it was like super accurate. And I loved that. That was like one of my favorite episodes of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, but he definitely doesn't pander because they, like you said, they go to every um, culture, every you know everything. It's, it's beautiful. I love it. Absolutely. And, I, you know, I think that um, my thing is I'm just worried about the tie-in for the other shows, too. You know, Yeah, how, it's going to be weird. Yeah, you it's know gonna be weird. they love to tie everything in. And it, it would be different if we're, you know, going back to what we were saying earlier, that if she was just replacing and becoming Kate Kane still, you know, that would be – I don't think that would be hard at all, but the fact that she's going to be a di- completely different person, completely different character, it's just going to be so hard to re. You're going to have to retie in everything, and then also on top of that, we're going to lose, you know, that end of the um, crossover. We're going to lose what we were hoping for. Right. Yeah, the, the, the Superwoman, Batman. I mean, Superwoman, Batwoman, Supergirl. Batwoman thing, Jesus. I mean that, and then the um, not Justice League. The um, was it Justice League? Yeah, I mean yeah, they didn't call it, they didn't call it the Justice League, but it was the Justice League. yeah the Justice League at the end. You know where essentially, right. you know, that's gonna go nowhere now. And they literally mm-hmm. set up a villain or whatever to for that already. You know, and that's just right. gonna it's gone. It's just so sad and gut-wrenching you know to think about that yeah yeah we'll see i mean we're not there yet so we'll see because i think we probably won't see this to what um 2021 maybe maybe the last half of 2021 i can't Mm -hmm. imagine they're going to be able to film during um during the winter but we'll see yeah i mean a lot of studios again you know they taking precautions to uh, shoot some things. Yeah. So you know they could. I mean, they could theoretically do it. I mean, yeah. but it's just it's just they they have to take the the right precautions so people won't get sick and stuff like that. 
Right. Yeah. I mean, my wonder is too, like when, when, when are the shows going to even come back too as well? You know, um, everything's just getting delayed. So we'll, you know, we'll wait and see when they I mean, actually for good, do end for up good reason, back. but it does suck being a fan. Yeah. But one thing that is chugging along, thankfully, is comic books. <laughs> oh yeah. Finally, finally coming back. Um, <laughs> thank God. Speaking of comic books, oof. I need to pick mine up. Um, So what's going on in the world of comic books that's really big? Uh, So right now we have two different events that's actually happening right now at your local comic book store. Uh, On the DC side, it is Death Metal. And on the Marvel side, you have Empire with a Y, which I don't know why they did that. But um, yeah, so they have two events going on, and it looks like they are now already setting up for the next one that's going to be slated as of right now for December. And that's going to be called The King in Black. And that is Venom's new um, major book, uh, following off the heels of um, Absolute Carnage, which I believe was last year. Um, now, Donnie Cates and Ryan Stegman are coming back to do that book. They're the same Venom in the past. They also mm-hmm. uh, did Absolute Carnage together. I think they make a really, really good team. Venom has been like really dark and it's been one of Marvel's like best-selling titles for a while. And I wanted to read this little excerpt that uh, Donny Cates went onto YouTube and made a video about. He said, as far as events go, this is the coolest, darkest, most heavy metal thing that, that Marvel has ever allowed me to do. I still can't believe that Marvel is letting us go as dark and scary as we're going to. Hmm. Um, so what this book is going to be about is uh, following off of issue one. Um, we know that the god of the symbiotes, Null, is has been on his way to Earth. Um, at the end of Absolute Carnage, for those that did not read it, uh, that was the end goal of that book. And so now Null has been headed towards Earth, and he is going to be making Earth fall in December. Um, have you guys been reading Venom, and what do you think about it? I have not been reading Venom. I've just been um, listening to you guys. Well, you talk about it. Um, the... I'm, I mean, when it, is this just a new, brand new event? If you get the free comic book day Venom story, well, Spider-Man book is a backstory in it with um, Venom, and he's like telling the Avengers what's going on, and like Tony Stark was just like super pissed. It's, oh, super pissed! Like foaming super at the mouth, pissed. <laughs> right, it's, it's crazy, and it's just like I, as far as I don't, I know Quinn has read um, stories with this guy in it. I'm just like, is he is he that much of a threat that he's going to be a game changer? Uh, as yes. A, yeah. Um, a, so so to to catch you up real quick, uh, do you remember the planet of the symbiotes called Clentar? No, I know that's one of the places I think the X Men went to with Venom. Okay, well that is, that is the, not at all a planet. That is a that is thousands and thousands of symbiotes all coming together to hold Null in. <laughs> And they've been doing this for thousands of years. <laughs> mm. Null, a null pre-exists the Marvel Universe as we know it, which is awesome. Um, he was able to fight Celestials and win, and that's why Tony is so pissed, is that this, this threat is way bigger than the Avengers, and Venom didn't decide to tell them until it was too late. 
And so that's why he was so ticked off. And then even in that free comic book day issue, they introduce a new character that I'm interested to see who it is underneath the mask. Uh, it it, it looks armor. like, yeah, or inside the armor. Um, it looks like, a, uh, it looks like a fixed up war machine armor that's been spray painted over on a goblin glider throwing pumpkin bombs. And I'm thinking it might be Norm Osborn, but I'm not nah. positive. Well, Venom, the symbiote said it would in the book, he said it wouldn't be Norman because Norman wouldn't have ran away. Which is really interesting because I wonder what is going to happen with that, but we'll see. I, 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 the pumpkin, I watch this fucking Jack Lantern again or some shit. I don't know. His name is Virus, and I'm very excited to see why he is a. He, he's literally like put everything into that armor to murder symbiotes, which is awesome. Uh, and apparently Venom had ruined his life in the past, so we don't know who it is yet, but we will find out in about a month. Can, can we all agree we don't want any more Jack-O-Lantern? Fuck no. Yeah, I don't really like Jack-O-Lantern. No. It's pretty lame. Yeah. If you're going to do Jack-O-Lantern, you might just resurrect Demogoblin for real, and that's at least he's a little bit better because he, re- he recites scripture from the Bible or some shit. Like, but, yeah, he was like, kind of odd, but yeah. Yeah, I'd rather see Demogoblin than Jack Lantern. Yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, Nick, yeah, what, Nick, what are you thinking about it? Have you read through any of the Venom series or excited about this at all? The f- the first six books, uh, I have my other, my next few on the way. Um, so I'm definitely excited to honestly catch up with the Venom series in general. Um, you know, as you know, Quinn, the first six issues, Null is part of the first six issues of the Venom series. Yeah, have going on. That's the first that's the first symbiote dragon we see. Yeah. And uh yep. you know, Venom and Miles team up to kind of try to take him down and all that stuff. And I, I just think it's definitely gonna be one of the bigger threats for the uh Marvel universe, especially with all the power that this guy possesses. Um yeah. Yeah. Question. Yeah. yeah. Do you think the push for De- uh, Daredevil? The push. I'm reading Daredevil. Did you? Uh, the, the, do you think the push for Venom? Do you think he's eventually going to join the Avengers at some point? No. There's no no possible way in the series, especially if the Avengers find out who he's laid his bed with, uh, being the Maker. Uh, and no, absolutely not. I think he's. He did what? Made, I didn't hear you. Uh, he he's made his bed with the Maker. Uh, right now, him and the Maker have been in uneasy uneasy alliance throughout this entire run, um, and so much so that he kind of needs the Maker. You find out in the last issue that came out. Um, sorry to go ahead of you, Nick. Um, Very good. But uh, the Maker uh, has brought over the symbiote, the Venom symbiote, from um, the Ultimate Universe, and the reason why mm-hmm. he's done that is because he is he does not work like the other symbiotes. He's not an alien. The he's artificial. He's artificial. Mm-hmm. So they need to find a way to get around Null because every symbiote has a connection to Null. So he will be able to find Venom no matter where he is. Okay. Um, so they need some kind of something to get around that, and so that's their first step. Mm-hmm. Um. So anyway, no. Uh, but what's Eddie, the oh, Eddie, Eddie, Eddie? Eddie still kills people. Um. Eddie does he? Is, I thought he didn't anymore. He does, and there's something there's something odd about his child. I don't think that it's a child at all. Honestly, I have my theories, but I wanna I wanna see where it goes. Mm, um, I, okay. I I don't I don't think that's a kid at all. 
Um, we already know that he has a connection to the symbiote somehow, and he can sense them. And that's right. really weird, considering that he is not a symbiote himself that we know of. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I'm very curious. Uh, Donnie Cates has really um, done, done something special with the Venom book. Um, so I, I have a feeling that in the future, later down the road, this will be a run that you're going to be handing people as like the definitive run for Venom for a long time coming. Wow, I didn't know. I, I thought he stopped killing people. I mean, I, you know, obviously he was a lethal protector. He don't kill people that had it coming. Oh, no. He, I mean, yeah, it, it, it gets it gets pretty dark. I mean, that whole series, there's there's only a, a small shred of happy moments. I mean, where Nick's about to get to, he's about to to, to uh, meet his, and he's about to meet his father again. And his father is a piece of work. <laughs> um, but yeah. So yeah, it's just all pain and suffering for Eddie, sadly. Mm-hmm. And the symbiote is just not helping. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm really excited for the event, if you can't tell. Um, <laughs> so uh, I guess we'll see if that makes its December uh, release date, which I sure hope it does, because Empire has not been impressing me so far. Okay. What else? I mean, is there anything else you guys have been reading other than that? I mean, not really. Uh, I mean, I've been... Because it's definitely... Yeah, sorry. No, you're good. Uh, I've been... Um you know, reading Alias, which is something that ever since I just saw the Jessica Jones um, TV show on Netflix, I've, I've wanted to read for a while. So I've read the first nine issues so far and I got another, Ooh, yeah, I got another trade that I'm getting through and it it's just, I'm not a huge fan of the art. So that's kind of where I have an issue with it. But aside from the art, I, I the story and everything else is um, absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. I love everything else well, about it. Good. Well, it, certain when you get to a certain part, the art changes because it's like a flashback to happier times, mm-hmm. and it is it is Matt, uh, Mark Bagley draws it from Spider Man fame. He draws it. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So it's kind of, it's kind of cool. And then it, it's like weird that it goes that way, and then it goes back to the other way. Huh. Okay. But. It's. I mean, I loved it I, when I first when I read it back in the day when, at the time, Max was separate from the Marvel universe, mm. and then they just they just brought her brought her in and said, "Oh no, she's part of it." All that stuff is true, but you know, I read all those Max books back in the day, and, and Alias was one of the crown jewels of that whole. I mean, Alias and Punisher, obviously, but like all the other ones were were okay, right. like Nick Fury, the Luke Cage, um, the War Machine stuff. Mm-hmm. But you know, those two would have crowned jewels the Punisher and the and the um alias book, Jessica Jones. And but yeah. uh go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say I I think it's funny too, like how just because of how old the book is, like I'm reading through and there's just one part where um Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, um, has mm-hmm. like a phone and it prints out a piece of paper. And it's like this huge amazement that her phone can print out a piece of paper. And <laughs> Jessica is just like, where'd you get that? And she's like, oh, Tony Stark gives it to everybody. <laughs> like this right, huge yeah. amazement for something. So something that we definitely would have now. Something we probably should have now, but you know, right. whatever. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, um, I've, 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 oh, sorry. God. <laughs> 
I was, I was, I was, I was going to say I've been reading Daredevil, and, and his, his book is getting very interesting too. What's going on with him? Ooh, uh, you talking about issue, the, new, the new Daredevil, right? Yeah, the issue. I, I went back and read it all over again, and I just, I think that the the fight in issue twenty was like one of the best fights in this new run. I think, mm-hmm. and personally, like him taking on like Rhino. Bullseye, yes. Cross crossbones, yes. And uh, and uh, Jesus, Christ. I think his name was what's his name? Ryan? I can't remember his name. He's such an old character. Too. I think Stilt Man. Still, oh yeah, oh Stilt Man. God. God, Stilt Man. Right, like <laughs> this guy. But he's like a he's like a deadly Stilt Man. Yeah. Like, like he got late he got lasers and shit. And yeah, <laughs> it's, man. it's crazy. Yeah. But yeah, I, I love Dead uh, Dead Devil's new look. Um, they definitely um, looked at the Netflix show and was like, "Okay, we're gonna." He still gonna have his traditional costume, mm-hmm. but now we just—he's not gonna be a bodysuit anymore. We're just gonna put we're gonna put red fatigue pants on him, arm wraps like they like uh, like the show, mm-hmm. and then we just gonna, it's so I love it. It looks so it. Yeah. it looks realistic. I love it. And I hope they don't like go back to him with the, the spandex and all that shit. Yeah. Like he looks, he look that looks like appropriate for him to fight in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. And then Spider-Man's a douche. So I was one. <laughs> <laughs> I can't Spider-Man is a, a, a fucking jerk. Yeah. Whatever. Well, I guess that's a good lead into my pick for the week. Um, I've, I've been really, really invested in uh, Amazing Spider-Man recently, written by the same um, same guy who did uh, Secret Empire, which is surprising. But um, so I was telling Sonny the other day that um, they had a one shot called Sins Rising, um, which is a retelling of a very old, obscure villain from when Stan Lee was writing Spider-Man. His name is Sin Eater. <laughs> And his super tragic backstory, and he has now been brought to life by this new villain named Kindred that has been uh, popping up here and there within the series for like the last 30 issues. And uh, we don't know why he's been brought back, but um, this man has uh, multiple personality disorder. Um and uh, he's he's got a pretty tragic uh, story going on, and it really it really hit home to the point where even at the end of the book, the guy who wrote it had to put a letter in the back of it saying like, you know, like oh we're so sorry for this grim and dark story. We promise we're gonna get back to like the normal Spider-Man shenanigans. But this is a story we like had to tell. Um, but it, it was it was really really good. Um, it was just a one shot that came out last week to set up the new. Uh, for the new uh, story arc that's happening in Spider-Man. Um, it, it was really dark and gritty, and it kind of hit home, um, for me at least, with like mental illness and things like that. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it was a really good issue. And then I'm also reading through uh, Thanos Wins, that Donny Cates, we were just talking about him earlier on Venom, uh, he was the one that had uh, written that. Um, and that's the thing that leads into uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider becoming a character uh, within the Marvel Universe that's now a fan favorite. I wouldn't be surprised if we see him pop up somewhere in media in the near future. Hmm. But um, but yeah, he seems to be like the new character that everybody wants in their book. Um, but yeah, I, I've, I really love this, this short run that like that's Donny Cates thing. 
is that unless it's Venom, his favorite thing to do is he likes to tell short form stories. So he started on Thanos. He did the death of the Inhumans after that for five issues. Then he went on to work on uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. And then he worked on uh, Silver Surfer Black. And all of those books tie into each other. And then some of them even tie into Venom. Um, and so he's kind of building a universe within a universe, is what I like to say, for the Marvel, for the Marvel side of things. Um, and so I just started reading Thanos Wins. And I'm also reading another book of his, because I've been just fascinated with his writing recently. Uh, called Redneck over Image that he's been doing for like years before he started working at Marvel. It's about a family of uh, vampire rednecks from the South um, that are uh, trying to to get by on nothing but like cow's blood and things, and they're trying to to um, to kind of go straight and not kill people. Um, they're trying to live a normal life. Uh, however, uh, the the grandfather of the group who lives in the attic uh, is very much old school vampire and believes that he wants to, um, to murder the human race. And like, that's their, like they're just food. So like, what's the big deal if you kill some humans to feed yourself? Um, Cause these people are all mortal being vampires. It's been really good. I read the first six issues, nine 99. If you find the trade over at, um, over on your image shelf at your local comic book store, but it was it was really uh, interesting. So I think I want to keep reading that. But uh, yeah, it, it's been a it's been a lot of a lot of reading this week for me. But I'll leave it off leave it off on that one. Donny Cates, man, just go go pick up some of his books. Yeah, I think that's a that's a good ending point. Unless anybody has anything else. Nah. Yeah, I, I think that does it for this week. Uh, next week, uh, tune in to watch uh, watch me uh, yell about how much I hate Empire. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's get some more Empire stuff. Oh boy, I'm I'm so hating it. I mean, issue three is coming out next week. It's a weekly book mm-hmm. from Marvel. As of right now, they lied to me, and I'm not happy with it. Tune in next week. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I'm probably gonna end up picking up my stuff either tomorrow or Wednesday. So uh, I'm definitely going to have a hefty reading stack, that's for sure. Hey, man, reading, it's good for the brain. (laughs) And my name is Nick. My name is Quinn. And this is Sonny. And you guys have been listening to Comics Collective. Take care.